When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So what is fun about Minnesota? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. Uh, and we're asking you, what is fun why about we, Minnesota? Why are we talking about fun? Because we made a list. Oh, we, another Minnesota list. We made a list. Uh, the list of the most fun states in America. Oh, okay. We're in the top 10. Most fun. That's big. Yeah, for sure. Because there's 50. What did, what did, uh, how did they determine this? Thank you for asking. Uh, this was a uh, survey conducted by Wallet Hub, and they compared the 50 states uh, with 26 indicators of fun. Okay. Their indicators that sounds were fun. I know, right? We, we had 26 indicators of <laughs> what fun actually can be measured by. And they measured a lot of different things like uh movie costs, oh. accessibility of national parks, casinos per capita. Mm. Uh and you can see kind of where we rank in a lot of different areas like uh for example, I was very excited about this. We rank 4th in most performing arts theaters per capita. And incidentally, New York and California are tied for number one. So really we're third, but we're fourth. Yeah. Right? So that's kind of exciting. But we are in the top ten. And it made me think, like, what is, like, I love Minnesota. I've lived here my whole life. I find it to be very fun as far as fun goes. What? Is it though to you that makes Minnesota so fun? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Heather's on the line. Shall we talk to Heather? Let's talk to Heather. Hi, Heather. Hi. What makes Minnesota so fun? Um, it's because me and my family live here. I mean, that's exactly what I thought when you guys asked that question. I was like, well, that's the only reason I live here is because I'm here and my family's here. Mm, yeah. So and so it's fun because of Heather and Heather's family. That's we'll right. put that on the list. <laughs> Thank you, Heather. Everybody, Heather's family is what makes this She's going to be busy. I just want her to know we're going to be sending people her way. Heather, people wanted to have some fun in Minnesota. It turns out we were also fourth on the highest variety of arts, entertainment, and recreation establishments. Also thought was kind of cool, right? Yeah. Especially when you think there's nothing to do here. Did you see that we're number one on the highest personal expenditures on recreation services per capita? Now that I actually, I thought that was kind of impressive because it does mean that we are, we actually value having fun well, as I, well. I always just assume that like I imagine, and I've lived uh, many places, 
I always assume that a lot of what makes Minnesota fun is that we have such a small window. Now, people that love winter are going to be like, but I forget winter is a wonderful winter playground. Yes. But for those of us who enjoy like getting outdoors when it's actually livable, I feel like there's this added pressure of getting out and enjoying a very quick season like you see people running you see people with boats on their cars because they're gonna kayak and canoe and you know run around and quick enjoy before it goes away it's like we have a three season bucket list every year like we got to tick off all these things so that when we get to winter we can properly hibernate like we were meant to do and then all those winter people get to do their wintery fun things but i just feel like that gives you an increased motivation to get outdoors and enjoy the season while it lasts because it's fleeting and we have an appreciation for that let's go to katie hi katie katie what is it that you think makes minnesota so fun so i think so i'm in a band and when we hit spring through fall the festivals here are ridiculous. Mm. There are so many, and they're all over the state, and it's super, super fun to play. Yeah, that's a good That's a good point. Yeah. Katie, why don't you give your band a shout-out? What band are you in? It's called Shirts and Skins. Say that again? Shirts and Skins. Oh, and Shirts. I thought you, you said, said Surf and Skins, and I thought that <laughs> sounded maybe a little bit R-rated. I don't know. No. Um, okay, shirts and skins. Thank you, Katie. Yeah. You're right. I mean, we do have a ton of outdoor festivals, all kinds of wonderful things that you can... Yeah, every weekend it's like a new cultural festival slash craft festival slash God only knows festival. Yeah. I honestly think that I did not appreciate when I had the time and like the, you know, interest to do all of those things. I didn't appreciate how how easy it was to do all those things. Does that make sense? Like, I didn't see how much was going on. Uh, let's go to Charles. Hi, Charles. Charles, what is it that you think makes Minnesota so fun? You guys in the music scene. Oh, that's sweet of you, Charles. And um, like I said, I was born and raised here. My parents moved from down south. But, you know, like I said, I like the music scene. And it's very, it's a small town feel. But, again, the people. It's true. Yeah, no, I think it's you're true. right. It's true. Thank you so Most much, of the Charles. People. Some people, meh. But we won't. But that's anywhere. We don't need to talk yeah. about them. Let's go to Monique. Hi, Monique. Why is it that you think Minnesota is so fun, Monique? Hello. All the food trucks and all of the festivals. Like, and they're all year round. You can get a food truck even in the winter at times. Oh, at for festivals. sure. <laughs> What's your favorite food truck? Oh, I can't pick one. I love them all. I, I really like tater tots, though. Yeah. Oh, yum. Who doesn't <laughs> I get like tater tots? Thanks, Monique. Yummy. Have a good day. Colleen, I, what's, what makes Minnesota fun for you? I'm really glad you said that because I just wanted to take this opportunity to remind people of some very fun things that we have going oh, on here at My Talk 107. Look at you, Tease. Thank you. Uh, like, for example, the Grease Sing Along, which you can buy tickets to right now by going to mytalk 1071com keyword grease this is coming up it's actually like nine days away we will be sitting on the lawn at chs field this is uh brought to you by the saint paul saints and my talk 1071 we're going to sit on the field at chs field it's gonna be a beautiful night it's gonna be a beautiful night we're gonna watch grease we're gonna sing along at the top of our lungs and it's gonna be a raucous rollicky good time rollicky is that the word rollicking rollicking good time Thank you. We're going to do that. Also, another thing we should remind people about, another wonderful festival outside 
The Cat Video Festival. Hello. Tickets are on sale, by the way. Tickets are on sale. So if you love cats or if you love somebody who loves cats or if you have ever thought about a cat, you might enjoy this. It'll be fun. We have fun with it every single year. This is what, our fourth year? Fourth. Fourth This will be our fourth year. Absolutely. Uh, So you can find out more about all of that. That's, by the way, on August 8th. And all you have to do is go to mytalk1071.com. For that one, it's keyword cat. It's all right there on the front page. I think those things make it fun here. Yeah, for sure. Especially if you love your mytalk1071. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, there's a hot new vacation spot. And it will lead me to tell you why we're idiots. Oh. We'll tell you what it is after this on mytalk1071. Okay, well, not all of us, but uh, about 35%. There's been a 35% uptick, I should say, of visitors, people booking tours of a vacation hotspot. You won't even believe what it is. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live. MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey, bitches. Uh, Caribbean, you love that hotspot, right? Are they going somewhere near the equator? That's also hot. uh, Yeah. Literally, warm temperatures. Yeah. Like, I love my favorite hotspot is like Florida, like Disney World. Like, that's a great hotspot, right? Nope. Chernobyl. Yep. Oh, is, you mean like radioactive hotspot? Yeah, hot spot. that's the kind of hotspot I'm talking about. This is fascinating. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yes. Exactly. Uh, yeah, toxic probably, equally radioactive for sure. So you're saying that perhaps this Netflix series has uh, gotten people motivated to go to Chernobyl? Yes, actually, the HBO series, what Chernobyl. What did they say, Showtime? You said Netflix. Netflix. It's one of them streamers. Something like that. Uh, no, the HBO series, Chernobyl, has gotten multiple people to pull the trigger and go tour Chernobyl, the site of a nuclear disaster. I know. I know you think this is bizarre and I want you to talk about why you think it's bizarre, but I'm fascinated by this and I want to know more. So well, here's what I'm fascinated by. I get like, I'm fascinated by what's there. What does it look like? Yeah. Yeah. To be, to see all that. Sure. Right. Um, there have been tours of Chernobyl that there's a company called Solo East, which is one of the tour companies that has been offering trips for two decades to parts of Chernobyl. Not ground zero, you know, but areas around around Chernobyl. Like, are there places you can go without being radioactivated? Uh, <laughs> is that how you say it? Uh, you know, I, I think there are places that, that have been deemed safe, and I think you do have to take precautions. But, um, I, I, again... If I'm booking a vacation, yeah, I have limited vacation yeah. in a year. Yeah, am I gonna go to Chernobyl? Probably not. No, I only get precious few weeks to go and explore the world. Do we know like what kind of people are doing this? I mean, this seems like some very sort of uh, adventure seeker behavior. This is like people who want to go to. North Korea, which I have thought about for years would be a fascinating place to go. But then you think it all the way through and you go, well, for a number of reasons, I don't think that's a very good idea. I think the same would probably apply to Chernobyl. I don't know what the options are. Do you wear a bubble like when you go? Like, where do you go through some sort of like nuclear bath? So here's the deal. Uh, First of all, Chernobyl has been declared safe to visit, apparently. However, People still want to take necessary necessary um, 
precautions when they're there. Yeah. Uh, this is what they say. The radiation that is experienced by visitors uh, that they're exposed to on a tour is less than an intercontinental flight. Oh, okay. So that's less than a chest X-ray. Wow. Uh, this is, of course, after the deadly incident in Chernobyl on April 26th of 1986. Uh, so it, you know, it's safe-ish. I don't know. Do I really want to? Nobody live can live is live. There's not a lot of living there. Yeah, I, I would not do this. I'm not wasting a week's vacation to go to Chernobyl. And maybe and sure. maybe be safe. You know, in the long term, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, travel is fraught with gambles all over the place. But but this is not something that resonates with Just me. Ask Al Roker. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> no. So I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not I'm not wasting a week of my vacation. I do find it fascinating, though, that people and, you know, it, this does harken back to this conversation we had, what? A la- last week or the week before about why we travel and right. how travel impacts things and how actually, you know, the sort of like rote destinations that people have on their bucket lists um, is affecting those places. So it'll be see, interesting to see if this actually affects this place. Like it, if, if it sustains, you yeah. mean? Uh, because, okay, so just to give you an idea of what, you know, what they're doing with these tours, first of all, uh, they have noticed an uptick of 100 to 200 visits every visitors every weekend mm. since the HBO yeah. show started. I think we're on like our fifth week or sixth, fifth and final episode. I think drops like this week or has already. Series, yes. Right? Yeah. And I don't know, like I've been watching it. Have you been watching mm-hmm. it yet? Okay. Well, I think you would love it first of all, because of like the history involved yeah. and it's right up your alley. It's intense, though. It's like super intense. Because a lot of people die. Yeah. And you, it is very, there are pieces of it that are true to what happened. And then pieces that they've fictionalized and sort of like dramatized for the purposes of entertainment. Right. But for the most part, you get an idea of what that must have been like in that area in 1986. I feel like that's enough for me. Like, I'm good with this. Well, they didn't even they didn't even film this anywhere near Chernobyl. They filled it, filmed it in Lithuania. I think part of this pro, uh, part of the thing that would go into this equation, you know, whether or not to travel into this area is you do sort of get this sort of rubbernecker like what's you know this like something tragic happened and you want to see it. Now, sometimes that's important for example, Auschwitz or you know any concentration camp sure. like you want to be a witness to history so that we don't repeat history but there is sort of a macabre uh, aspect to this travel that is one of the things that honestly would keep me from going to North Korea because well i mean there's a bunch of death around you and i kind of feel like being a tourist among that just seems a little crass yeah so you know i don't know how the hey it's Ryan Reynolds and i'm here with Keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Communities in and around Chernobyl are doing, maybe they're benefiting from this tourism? I mean, I would imagine that they are. Uh, certainly, because that's actually my second piece of this is, you know... And again, back to that discussion we had maybe a week ago about how you plan your vacations or what you're planning for. Like, okay, so you might have it on your list to go to Chernobyl and see that. Which is just weird, but yeah. which is just but weird. People are. I've but, got weird stuff. Yeah, we all do. See. But then what? You know, are you interested in the culture outside of that are you wanting are there other areas that you want to visit or is it literally just that you want to go set your feet down on the ground and be like I would, a nuclear I, disaster I would imagine there's a lot of guys who are like i want to go to chernobyl that for no other reason other than you know it's chernobyl and it seems like a place you shouldn't go or can't go there's a, a whole you know genre of travel for people like that and i feel like this is probably at the top of their list you know dark tourism they call it there are i mean here's the piece that i'm attracted to if that's the wrong word to use but you know i'm fascinated by any place that looks like it is sort of standing still in a moment in time sure yeah right that is interesting to me i have a weird fascination with abandoned houses I love to pull over when I see one on the side of the road and like oh, tiptoe around and creepy. peek. Oh God, peek? No, because oh, dead yeah. bodies. I won't get that close, Murderers. but I, I'm so fascinated by abandoned Ghosts. homes. Anytime it's like time stood, stood still, like, and then the earth kind of took over. That's fascinating to me. Can I tell you, if you're fascinated by that, you don't have to go to Chernobyl That's and risk thing. nuclear weaponry um, or nuclear fallout because... Uh, we were talking about this earlier, and Holly, correct me if I'm wrong, but there was an episode of No Reservations, Anthony Bourdain's old show, where he goes to Chernobyl with his friend Zamir or Sam Fear. Yeah, Zamir. Hand fluke guy, but <laughs> yes, that is Anthony Bourdain. When he was doing his show No Reservations, often went on trips to Eastern Europe with his friend Zamir, and in season seven of No Reservations. They did just that. They actually went on a trip. So you can see it. See, to Chernobyl. Okay. I'm good with that. I will sit on my butt on the couch and watch it. And uh, you know what? Save my vacation time <laughs> for, for an actual va- relaxing vacation. My cruise Thank to you. Chernobyl. Negative. River, All right. River cruise. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags. On my Talk 1071. We've got some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi, are you okay, girl? I just am like fading fast. Okay, good. So, first the wheels fell off on Friday with Holly, and now the wheels falling off I'm with your face. I'm gonna try to Can keep you them on. Just pull it together and ask Mother Nature to help yo nose. Please! All right, let's talk about those celebrities behaving badly. We call them... D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. 
Wow. Are you a woman in a stock photo eating a salad? Very cackly. Jojo Siwa is my deep bag of the day. And it just makes me happy because she's a, she's a child. She's 16. She's 60 years old. And, and you are laughing with this glee. young lady. No, here's the thing. It's really not her. It's not her, you guys. Her makeup it's line you. has been recalled because of <laughs> oh, asbestos. No! Uh, JoJo Siwa's makeup could kill you. Uh, I was going to make a joke. I won't because I'm I'm a horrible person. You know what's terrible but about I'm that? I'm a horrible person with a conscience. Because there are which is a horrible thing. There are young people all over that flocked to Claire's to pick up their JoJo Siwa well, eyeshadow collection. Good news, Claire's has pulled that eyeshadow. Thank you. Uh, and the reason is it tested positive, according to the FDA, uh, after they released a safety alert uh, warning that um, JoJo Siwa's stuff got some asbestos in it. Oh, my gosh. Now, I want to remind you what a JoJo Siwa is. Okay. Remind me. Um well, actually, you should probably remind people because you're a mom. So JoJo Siwa got her start on Dance Moms uh, as one of Abby Lee Miller's elite dancers. And she was also known as JoJo with a Bobo. And as many of the young girls who found themselves on Dance Moms have done, they've tried to make a career for themselves. JoJo's actually been quite successful. Oh, yeah. In as much as she has an obnoxious YouTube channel that boasts uh, nearly 10 million uh, subscribers. And she's sitting on a fat stack of cash. Because she has... And her parents are laughing all the way to the bank. Because she has monetized and monetized. I mean, she this girl has branded the heck out of all the things. Exactly. Um, Well, one... Uh, one problem though, the makeup line at Claire's has tested with uh, asbestos. So her products apparently include various, in addition to the sequin covered bows, um, the makeup, nail polish, two lip glosses, a compact mirror, and the eyeshadow palette. Now, just so you know, and I, if you have the eyeshadows in your home, perhaps get throw rid them of out. Them. I don't know. But in a statement to USA Today, Claire said, oh, oh, let's be clear. We have voluntarily recalled the JoJo cosmetic kit out of an, an abundance of caution. Uh, Claire's stands behind the safety of this item and all Claire's items, as such small trace amounts are considered acceptable under European and Canadian cosmetic safety regulations. So they just wanted you to know that even right. though they tested pod- positive for asbestos, it's not enough to do any harm. I mean, it's like going to Chernobyl for the afternoon. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. Wear your eyeshadow to Chernobyl. Are you going to take any risks it's with a- your child? Hell no. Okay. Thank you. My sister about bit my mom's head off when my mom tried to give my niece a cupcake with blue frosting on it. I kind of feel like parents aren't going to be letting their kids continue to play with the JoJo with the <laughs> Bobo, the cancer causing Bobo. I mean, there are there are go. areas oh, no. of parenting where I support Ruh-roh. being very thoughtful about what your child puts in I or mean, on their body. Generally, asbestos is one of those things you don't have to that actually think about. Falls in that category. Yeah. I would just like to say we are in a time and place where people are sometimes making weird judgments about not putting something into their child's body. Vaccines. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Moving you're on. Welcome. I'm just saying if. 
asbestos on your eyeballs is not... Keep playing with that asbestos, honey. You don't have any vaccines. I have a D-bag to tell you about. Okay, who is it? Kylie Jenner. Or shall I call her Of Tiger? Oh. Because you guys, Kylie Jenner, uh, you know, she's got that friend Stassi that we didn't even know about. Or Stacy Stassi. Or Stassi Stassi. We don't know who Her, she it's is. It's short for Anastasia, by that the way. That is true. So, uh, And by the way, she looks like Chloe. Like from a distance, mm-hmm. you would get them confused. Anyway, this friend of hers, she threw a big birthday celebration for this bestie of hers. And it was a Handmaid's Tale themed birthday party. Okay, I have a question though. Please, yes. I yes. don't watch a lot of The Handmaid's Tale. I've okay. watched like two or three episodes. Okay. And so... By Handmaid's Tale theme, do you mean she was wearing like the like the outfits or were they like beating people up and okay. killing them? So I wasn't there. So it doesn't seem like they were actually taking part in the sex ritual that the handmaids are required to do by law in the, the town of Gilead. Oh, you mean the rapes? Exactly. That Thank happened. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Holly. You're welcome. Uh, I don't know that that was happening, but... It was certainly honoring and observing uh, a system that we should be fighting against. Okay, so I'm totally here for this. At the same time, like, if you're a super fan, it's a show, right? It's not real. Okay, but if you're a super fan, one of the reasons you watch the show and are a super fan of it and talk about it all the time is because the representation of it is very close to home. Yeah, this is oftentimes what you hear people talking about is how scary, scarily close to the current world we live in. This could be you can say it's not, but that's what they're trying to show you. Yeah, that's the perspective of the show is it is a slippery slope and uh, we might just be on that slope. And so, you know, when we're talking more and more as we are about women being oppressed, Having their voices. Maybe having oppressive outfits on is not. Probably not a good move. Yeah. I don't know that I would be, uh, again, having a rollicking good time. Good use of that word. Thank there. you. Dressed as a handmaid. And the internet was not having it. Oh, the I'm internet sure. was on it. Did so, she respond with her pouty lips? Oh, I don't know. I love that like, she's taking pictures like, I'm an oppressed lady. She's puppy like lips. a sexy oppressed lady. She's Aren't like, look all? at me in my sexy red handmaid's dress. And the servants, okay, so here's what you need to know. In Gilead, the fictional, or is it, uh, place where the handmaid's tale is set, there are uh, what are called Marthas. And they are they are not of childbearing age any longer, but they are the servants of the household. So they do all the cooking. They mm-hmm. do all the you know, the cleaning, they are there to help. So the servants who were hired to serve food and, you know, be hospitable at this party were dressed as the Marthas. <laughs> and the rest of them. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Were dressed in the red handmaid's garb, trying to look sexy. Was there any sexual violence? I don't know. But again, <laughs> just for those of you who don't watch the show, the, the role of the handmaid is simply to be impregnated by the head of the household, who is not married to the handmaid. 
who has a wife who cannot bear children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, via sexual violence. Yeah, it's called as rape. rape. It's called rape. Yeah. Yeah. With everybody present, by the way, in the room, mm-hmm. in a holy ceremony of rape. Yeah. I don't really know that this is like, you know, how like, I don't know. I've planned a few parties for my kids. Like we've done like a Thomas the Tank Engine party. Um, let's see. What other themes have we done? Oh, we had a pirate party one year, like Jake and the Neverland Pirates. I don't know that this is like I'd be trafficking in this theme. Yeah. Well, Pirates, man, that's not Jake and the Neverland Pirates. What are those? Like that's like a is that a band? No, Jake and the Neverland Pirates was a Disney show based on uh, Peter Pan Neverland, the Pirates. Captain Hook was in it. Smee was in it. I'm just saying. Did he? Have, he didn't have a hand. Okay, are you trying to? No, I'm just giving you a hard time because I think it's hilarious that she did this and that you know. I mean, and then shared it with everybody yeah. like sexy handmaid. <clears throat> okay. Thank you. I've said my I'm piece. sure. Did we have sexy handmaids for Halloween? Yes, we did. And we actually talked smack about that, too. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I did want to read some of the sentiments of the Internet. So that lest you think that I am just like a, a stuffy, literally. Well, you, know. you kind of are. Today, I know. But that's just because your nose. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kylie Jenner threw a bleeping handmaid's tale party where the staff dresses Martha's and her, she and her guests dress as handmaids. Like, does she even know what the show is about? I'm speechless. Uh, let's see. I'm screaming. How and why did Kylie Jenner have a handmaid's tale party and manage to hypersexualize the freaking red robes? This is the opposite of what Margaret Atwood wanted. I don't even think that Kylie she Jenner knows what invited, a Margaret, right? Margaret Atwood is. Yeah. That, by the way, is the author of the original book, The Handmaid's Tale. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. I mean, the internet was on it. Don't worry about it, you guys. It's all good. Self-correcting oven. She is a self-correcting oven. The internet, I'm saying. I mean, the internet is yeah. a self-correcting oven. <laughs> Cleaning. I understand what you meant. All right. When we come back, oh, I have to breathe. Why? What's wrong? I just had to get through that. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, hover hands and low hands. What are hover hands? I'll tell you after this on My Talk 1071. Well, people are praising Keanu Reeves for his beautiful hover hands. Uh, what? On the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Yeah, people love Keanu Reeves's. Hover hands. What is a hover hand? Thank you for asking. Well, okay, so Keanu Reeves, he's enjoying a bit of a what do we call what is it called? A Keanu Sans? A Keanu Sans. Yeah. He's having a renaissance, Keanu Reeves is. And uh one of the things that has uh made him trend recently on Twitter was a collection of photographs of him posing with various fans and other women, like Dolly Parton actually is in this montage. Um and you know when you go take a picture with somebody, you'll put your arms around each other and everybody looks like chummy and you just sort yeah. of like, smile, cheese, <clears throat> bye. Well, Keanu Reeves does not pull the people in with his hands. He doesn't even actually place his hands on the people. He sort of puts his hands out and just hovers behind them. Much like, you'll remember, Vicki Lawrence did to me when we took a picture with her. Oh, don't even get us started. <laughs> but people are... Okay, well, some people think it's 
ridiculous. I mean, it's a little creepy, weird, right? Like if you go to give somebody uh, a pic, you know, you want to take a picture with somebody and then you don't touch them. I would I would almost notice that more than I them touching me. I would be offended. Yeah. Like I was with Vicki Lawrence. Yeah. Well, we don't know that Keanu Reeves is doing this out of an abundance of caution or if he's a germaphobe. Exactly. Right? However, it's being interpreted by some on the internet, some on social media, by saying, like, look at how respectful he is. He doesn't, is that you know, respectful, put... though? I mean, I, I, think I get like... what they're saying, but, like, again, I just feel like... Because what's also interesting is they're, they're, he's holding them. Like, in some of the pictures, they're actually, like, resting in his armpit. So... Right, but he just isn't putting his hand on their buttocks. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But there are or pictures. shoulder. I mean, right. I don't generally or, put my hand on the butts of people I'm taking true. photos with. But True. But, you know, then there's also pictures of him with co-stars and he's doing the exact same thing. For example, that just makes me think he's like some kind of germaphobe. There's a picture of him with Halle Berry where he is just has his arm, you know, the, and she just has her arm put through his arm. People notice that as being, you know, he's not trying to grab her. Then another picture of him with a bunch of co-stars, both male and female, where everybody else has their arms around each other. And Keanu Reeves just has arms akimbo. Like, he's just like, hey, and then this picture with his John Wick co-stars. I don't know. John Wick 3. Um, however, there are pictures of him with Sandy Bullock, and they are looking real cozy back in the day, back in the speed yeah, day. Yeah, he's got his hand in the small of her back. Yeah. So, in any case, I don't know. You're right, though, Bradley. I think if I were taking a picture with Keanu Reeves, I would want... I'd be grabbing him. I would want Keanu Reeves to touch I mean, not me. not like in a, you know, that creepy DJ... that touched Taylor Swift sort of way up the skirt. But I feel like even if you put your hand on a shoulder. Yeah. So your hand is in plain view. There's a zone. You know, there's a there's a safe zone in picture taking where you can comfortably put your hand and not be worried about it being sexual assault. I will do that thing sometimes where I don't put my fingertips on somebody. Does that make sense? Like I am conscious of where my fingers are because um, well, it's, I don't, it's hard to describe right on the radio, but you kind of just rest your palm on them because I do think it would be, you know how sometimes you just, you, you don't want to like give them a squeeze unnecessarily. Yeah. No, the firmness is something that you have to be observant. We are of. all overthinking how we pose for pictures right now. Just get in there, man. Smile. Keep your hands off. Yeah. Butts. But in 2019, I mean, I that's, know. I think I, and I, I don't think this is a me too thing. I, this is the way I've always just been. I'm very self-conscious of where my hands are with somebody because you don't want them to feel like you're manhandling them, obviously. I don't think that's new. I just think that's, you know, everybody's sort of got their thing. So maybe he's just like not wanting to give a false impression. Apparently there are cultures where this type of hover handing is a thing widely accepted. Okay. So... Just you know, something to think about. Now, I know we have a story about Lindsay Lohan, and I don't have a crafty way to get from Keanu Reeves 
to Lindsay Lohan. And so many of you may not realize Holly has an amazing talent where she's able to connect two stories. Uh, I don't even know how she does it. Let's just, can you do it? Can you get us from, can you get us from Keanu Reeves to Lindsay Lohan in 30 seconds or less, Holly? I think I can do it. All right, do it. Okay, so Lindsay Lohan was in A Prairie Home Companion with Meryl Streep. Mm -hmm. Meryl Streep was in the movie It's Complicated back in the day, 2009-2010. That movie was directed by Nancy Myers. Nancy Myers also directed Something Gotta Give, which starred Keanu Reeves as the hot doctor. Oh my gosh, she did it! That was impressive. You guys... Holly, that was impressive. Thank I'm actually you very surprised much. that it took you that many steps because I would have thought there was a more direct path. But I that don't was... know the more direct path. Yeah. That's the one that I could come up we with should, in under though, 30 seconds. We should check Lindsay Lohan's sex list and see if he's on it. I mean, that's entirely possible. I had forgotten she was in A Prairie Home Companion. Oh, that was like I don't her first that. big attempt at a comeback. <laughs> yeah, well, that worked. Not, Not at all. But speaking of Lindsay Lohan, thank you, Holly, for getting us from that was story awesome. A to story B, as always. However, I now need to share with you uh, Lindsay Lohan's um, hot mess. Oh, God. Okay. She is like, she's always the queen of like too little, too late. So she tried to address that, quote, feud that she was having with Paris Hilton, which really was just Paris Hilton calling her lame and embarrassing. Do you remember that on Andy Cohen? Yeah, when he, she was doing Plead the Fifth and he or anyway, he asked her her thoughts on Lindsay Lohan and she basically said annoying yeah. or embarrassing. Um, annoying and em- lame and embarrassing. Lame and embarrassing. The way that she described Lindsay Lohan, to which Lohan tried to pull. Does this sound familiar? Who's that? When Paris Hilton's name was brought up, who's that? Who does that sound like? Um, Remember? No. Mariah Carey. Oh. Mariah Carey's response to. Do you remember? Another person. Uh, no. That was, now I'm forgetting. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer, yes, J Lo. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they asked her about J-Lo, and she said, who's that? And then she's tried to pretend like she didn't say that. But anyway, so Lindsay Lohan is essentially stealing Mariah Carey's shtick from 2009 or some dumb thing. I mean, that's probably the early 2000s. Yeah. Lindsay. And Lindsay Lohan, for the love of her, cannot. I mean, she just is not good at it. She tries. She's always like trying to do something to remain like I just feel like everybody around her. All of her celebrity, uh, you know, the people around her are just like, Lindsay, what are you trying to do right now? Like, you're about five minutes too late to the well, party. all you need to do is look at her Instagram. Her Instagram account is full of pictures of her with people you know she has not seen in the past decade. Oh, it's so awkward. Well, yes. Trying to, like, ride on coattails. It's just her trying to, like, show herself as she was because... There's not much going on now. At all. I mean, other than, I will say, I mean, she has had some mild success with that TV show in terms of making herself look plausible again. But for the most part, she's just posting, like, memories. Like, that person who's always... You have these people in your timeline Mm -hmm. who are always posting photos of themselves from the past, and you're like, And trying um, to make it sound really casual. That's the thing that she does that is like... Like, girl, I see you right like now. I was just looking, flipping through my photos. Or, and... like, there's one of her with Meryl Streep and somebody else 
Uh, and it said something like, like something like power or something where it was just like, she's with Angelina Jolie Angelina in that picture. Jo- yeah. And what, what is the caption again? Uh, I, it's something like, Oh, remember this blessed moment? Yes. And it's like, you're like, I know that you just found a picture of yourself with two women who are far more successful than you are. And you wanted to remind people that at one point you may have rubbed elbows with these people and you tried to find a way to do that that didn't look choreographed. But the truth is, girl, you just wanted us to know that you are valid. Yeah. And I mean, we're all valid because we're all human beings. Yeah. That's she's really just trying nice. to remain relevant in a place where she's mm-hmm. not actually that relevant. Yeah. At all. Mm-hmm. Lindsay Lohan, pull it together, girlfriend. Pull it together. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, Bradley, you know, why don't you uh, give us a little taste okay, so, of the feast to come? So when we come back, here's what I want you to be thinking about. I want you to be thinking about if you pass away and you're in a, your funeral procession is headed to the cemetery, what fast food restaurant are we stopping at for one last meal? This is a very important question that mm-hmm. you need to ponder because we're going to talk about it when we come back. What fast food restaurant are we rolling through with your hearse? The, when you're in the back of the hearse. Uh, when we come back. 651-641-1071 on MyTalk1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.